0: A podcast, one production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better.
1: So, Cecilia, today, mm. it's been never actually in the history of The Wellness Collective have we gone sci-fi. No,
0: we haven't. <laughs> it is. It, we you had are not. Think
1: about that for a second. You you're like, uh, "Wait a second, wait, wait, it's coming." Yep. No, we haven't.
0: I think though, futuristic is not what we generally go for. You know, holistic. Yes, futuristic. Sometimes with the genetic stuff, but today, this is sci-fi. This is like a level. This is crazy. When you first mentioned this to me, I was like, "What are you talking about?" I
1: know. Have right? you lost
0: your mind? But no. Because the person that you're going to meet in today's episode truly is a revolutionary in a very crazy way. Totally crazy way. So let's just back it up a little bit. Have you seen the movie The Matrix? Can you cast your mind back to last century? It was 1999 when this movie came out. You're not joking. Mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. That makes me quite ancient. (laughs) Oh, you were only in nappies when you watched (laughs) it. But Mum and dad had to censor it. They did. <laughs> so if you can't remember or if you've never seen it, there is this kind of scene in the movie where Neo, the main character played by Keanu Reeves, who, come on, that was Mom, worth hello. watching just for that. Hi, Candy. He gets offered the opportunity. He's in this like dystopic dream world, right, where, you know, bad stuff's happening and stuff. I can't remember the actual plot beyond no, I mean, that. I was, I was 12. Come he's, <laughs> on. he's – he went in nappies. He was given the opportunity by one of the other characters, Morpheus, to take – a red pill, which would stop the dream and he would go back to his reality, or take the blue pill, I might have got these around the wrong way, take the I blue pill right. and he would continue the dream and it would be this roller coaster ride, but he had to be prepared to take on whatever came his way. Mm-hmm. So our guest today took that inspiration and brought it into reality. Totally did. Well, let's let him introduce himself.
2: Hi, I am Robert Richmond, and I am a keynote speaker and a culture hacker. And I am the uh, developer, creator of the X-Pill, and just wrote a book on it called X, The Story of a Magic Pill.
1: So I heard Robbie speak at a conference. He was amazing. He mm. captivated the audience of around 400 people for almost two hours. His story is awesome, and I'm just actually going to let him tell it because whenever I tell it, I'm it up.
2: <laughs> sure. So it really started with experimenting in play. I was a film student, and I've always been obsessed with movies. Um, but oddly, I was really obsessed with making movies real as opposed to making actual movies. And I took my favorite movie, The Matrix, and thought, why can't it be real? So um, I went to the land of imaginary things called Burning Man, which is a whole world where people create life as art for a week. And I actually put red mints into a prescription pill bottle and told people it was the red pill for The Matrix, which is you know, something that that in the mythology, The Matrix wakes you up to your reality. And I just took these prescription pill bottles with red mints in them and gave them to people and people started to have these kind of interesting conversations and aha experiences and I thought it was just for fun and for play until a few weeks after that I got a call from a psychologist who said, uh, hey, do you have any more of those those red pills? And I'm like, The mints? Like, yeah. And I said, Why? She said, Can you send me some of the bottles? Because I'm a psychologist and and I've been getting breakthroughs with my patients that I haven't been able to get to through anything else. And it just blew me away that it kind of crossed the, the land of the imaginary into the real.
0: So before that, he was something else, someone that well, really shaped things, didn't he?
2: I was culture strategist at Zappos.com and helped launch the Zappos Insight Initiative there, the division that teaches the world how to have an amazing culture and amazing customer service. And I wrote the book, The Culture Blueprint, The Guide to Developing the High-Performance Workplace.
0: So, he went from creating amazing customer service experiences to giving people a really different kind of experience. I suppose it's all about the experience.
1: Well, I guess you might say that, and it's kind of in the same vein, I guess, but a different form. But it's funny how it goes. I guess story, it's like someone said the other week, they were talking about um, a friend of theirs said, oh, do you know Nat? And she Mm. said, yes, I do. And this woman said, oh, I really want to get into the line of work that Nat does. And my friend, as a joke, turned around and said, oh, you want to be in marketing? (laughs) <laughs> and the girl was mortified. She was like, what? No, she's a Chinese oh. medicine doctor. And, and my friend's like, yeah, but it's all about marketing, right? It's all about putting yourself out there. We're constantly marketing ourselves each and every day to each other, to the people that we meet. I'm doing that to my patients, not in a sense of trying to sell them something, but to earn respect and to earn trust. And so it's really interesting that even though we might not see ourselves as needing to create experiences or needing
0: to be marketers, like this is what we're doing each and every day. That is quite crazy. And I guess though, these days, because you can have your own website with your own name on it, then it's kind of, you know, taking (laughs) it to an obvious space, but not necessarily. I guess marketing is what
1: we all do. We're all doing it all the time. So Robbie continues to tell his story and the development of his um, findings of the X pill. I
2: found red vitamins at first um, and started to have people set intentions with them and got them into a Facebook group and created a whole experience around it and got us united. And people started to really focus on their goals and accomplish them one by one. And so that's when I realized there's really something to it, and I got some pills made and decided to make them purple um, because it's a combination of the red pill and the blue pill, which is the idea of waking up to your reality but also staying within the world that we're in rather than the mythology of the red pill, the Matrix, waking up on a spaceship. And so the pill is, is a purple pill with nothing in it. It's just brown rice powder.
0: It's just brown rice powder inside the pill? That is
1: it, I know, right? So, how does this spin your wheels, actually, ah. Cecilia Ramsdale? Because, <laughs> in the vein of discussing supplements and expensive pee, as we did with our uh-huh. one of our other episodes with Corey Shuler, yes,
0: does this make for expensive weed? Do you think? Well, oh, I don't know how much he's charging for that, the exfil, but uh, the, this concept that you take something and it clearly doesn't matter what it is although maybe it does because by putting it in the purple thing and it comes in like a little container that is a pill container and i'm guessing it only it comes looks very one it's very medicine like yeah, you get one you get one you get in the just container one. just one okay so there's a lot of kind of psychology caught yeah. up in that right yes. Yes. But when you said we were going to talk to him, I did a little experiment myself and I had a, I had a, oh, like a pain in my leg. And I was about to go to bed and I thought, I'm going to take a Nurofen <laughs> And I wonder if anything else is going to happen because I'm taking this Nurofen And <laughs> nah, no, not that I noticed, but I find, but maybe that was the wrong approach. Like this idea that you put all your hopes onto one thing is so crazy and out there, and I'm totally sceptical, but people, it works for them, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I guess the whole idea of the X pill is to get people to get what they want from taking the pill, right? Yes. And it sounds easy, I guess, Mm. but Robbie talks about how it's all lined up with intentions. So, he started working with people associating their goals with an outcome, and then he realised... That when people started taking the X pill... Yeah. Like, certain things were happening to everyone, not just, like, one or oh. two people, like, everyone. But they didn't even know that that was well, the mean intention. Well, they knew they were taking it, but I think... Let's let him tell us. OK. It
2: goes to a new level when you associate it with a pill because... Our, our minds really associate it with, it changes us. And once you swallow a pill, you can't go back. And it's amazing how I've had all these kind of experiences. We can, we can go into them. Um, but the general idea of it is that when you set an intention, have a pill before you, interesting things happen. I've seen people sweat, shake, shiver, um, go into elated joy, go into fear. It's all really different after you swallow a pill with an intention because our resistance comes up. Or sometimes things just happen really, really quickly. I've, I've seen that too.
0: Sweats. People mm-hmm. are sweating because mm-hmm. they'd taken this pill that had nothing in it. What <laughs> is going on here? It is incredible. I, I want to believe it, but I'm still, i am still, I just don't, it doesn't all fit together. But apparently you've done it. I've taken it, so I was really <laughs> nervous to take it. It's just totally ridiculous because it's rice powder. Stop a minute! Didn't yeah. your mum ever tell you not to accept I know, pills right? from well, strange men? Well,
1: that's part men. of the reason. So that's I think part of the psychology around it was like, am I going to morph into this mm. something else? That and the thing that my mum's always said is you would never take drugs no. or anything like that. And he said, what you yes. know? But it's brown rice powder, so it was very interesting. <laughs> and um, I. So what Robbie does is he takes you through a process and and he gets you to do what's called the activation process. So he gets you to answer some questions. What is it that you want? Why do you want it? How will you feel? And what does it look like if that was a movie scene? If you were to play that out as to look, you know, your best case scenario, what would that look like? Yes. Right, So you need to answer these questions first. You need to be able to say what they are. So my, for me, I'm always looking at a better way of not being stressed. <laughs> so for me, I was like, okay, well, what do I want? I don't want to feel stressed anymore, okay? I want ease. Can what I do- stop you there? Yes. You told me this the other day.
0: It sounds like you want drugs to me. All right, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish for There's a solution here, Nat mm, That's illegal. So so, anyway...
1: What do you want? I want ease. Why do I want it? Because I'm sick of feeling frazzled, like I'm totally like uh-huh. fried in the brain, chasing my tail, you know. Yep. Um, how will I feel? I will feel calm. I will feel like I'm getting everything done with ease. Mm. And what would that look like? So I played it out as a movie in my head. And then what you do is once you've seen what that looks like. What does the
0: movie look like? Oh, it's your own movie. It's like whatever you, you want to You can't describe like. it? I well, mean, is just... you're pitching it to me. What no, does your ease movie look like? Oh, it would just be like
1: literally me maybe walking around my office without people asking me seventy four questions <laughs> that I was snapping back at them, and I was just answering them, and you know, just oh, kind of floating daffodils around. And, and, and yeah, you know, I had daisy chains and all that. Totally, happening. there was a butterfly landing on your head. Totally. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was just it was that sort of play out, okay. like you know, not answering your phone and going, "Oh my god, what does this person want?" Or just having ease. That's all it was in everything that I did. If my kids, that was something that came up for me as well. If my kids asked me a question, I would be present. Fully to answer their question. Yes. Often I'm doing three things at once mm-hmm. and when I'm not actually present for them, and that is something I worry about. So, anyway, and then you basically get the pill and you say, by taking this X pill, I am whatever, I am at ease or I have peace or I have whatever it is that you are searching or wanting, and then you take it. And I took it and I actually burst into tears. Bleh know immediately? immediately I started crying. Were you at this conference yeah, where you just sat through him people. talking for two hours? Well, you yeah, were broke into groups oh, and you did it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and I started crying. I really wow. did start crying. And I was like, and I was also with people, like you have someone guide you through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I was vulnerable. I hate being vulnerable and it's something yeah. I've learned to step into and yep. I'm constantly learning to step into and I try really hard. Um, but it was the vulnerability, I think, of being transparent to these people and saying, hey, you know, I don't have it all going on. You know, behind the scenes, things are often fall apart and I've had enough and being vulnerable. So anyway, I did cry um, Mm -hmm. and then I just felt normal. And then I was like, oh, well, that was boring. (laughs) (laughs) What a load of bunkum. (laughs) But I do, I can see how
0: from there, oh, my gosh, so much has happened since that time. Wow. I wonder too, like you say, about the environment that you're in when you're doing something like that and... And the way it changes the way you look at things. Um, I always think back to, I remember going to a retreat when I was in my last year of school and it was this really intense emotional time where, okay, it's intensely emotional being in your last year of school. There's a lot of pressure on you. You feel like, you know, this is the the biggest year of your life. You have to make all the right decisions because the rest of your life depends Mm -hmm. on it. You know, it's huge. And they took us away on this retreat and then we were in little groups And I remember we were just crying, crying and crying about dead cats and, (laughs) you know, like things that had happened to us in our teenage years that were really not that big. But that environment taking us away from everything else that was distracting us or where we had to be a certain way and not vulnerable, put into this environment that was safe and we were allowed to express all that stuff, it all just came out. So So perhaps there's there's that element of that, that you have to be in the right space, whether it's emotionally, physically, whatever, to be ready for this thing to be transformative. Mm, I think so. I think...
1: It is very interesting. Uh, Robbie talks about how. Well, actually, let's just let him talk about how he says that it opens up for some amazing conversations to happen when you start to talk about this stuff.
2: And it's an amazing conversation starter because um, you know you have this pill with nothing in it, and everybody knows there's nothing in it. It's not a it's not a deceitful placebo. It's 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 telling everybody it's an inert pill.
0: All right. So the process of going through this is that you have to take the pill and you set an intention. So it's basically a huge placebo experiment, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well,
1: Robbie spoke about
0: its evolution.
2: It started off being an hour and a half to really get to the intention and people have their resistance and they're they're going back and forth. And then it came down to, after doing this hundreds of times, to a 10-minute process. And what massively accelerated it, and I think this is why a lot of people have trouble manifesting whatever it is they want, is that there's a disconnect between the feeling and the goal.
0: Interesting. So he's saying we get fixated on the actual goal and this is when we can feel anxious or overwhelmed because we may not be achieving it. But I reckon that's probably what a lot of people would just aim for because surely, like we were talking before we came into the uh, bit where we record, which we've got to stop doing because sometimes there's some gold know, in that bit. Right? But we were talking about the fact that, you know, if this was really about material stuff, everyone would be like, oh, I really want a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pop that pill, off we go. I really want to win the 20 million lotto uh-huh. this weekend. Uh-huh. Pop that X pill, off we go. I know, right? But totally. It's, it's it's not. And you were saying something about the fact that, if you have a negative connotation, you can bring mm, that on as well. Yes, yes, totally. But you know what is
1: also interesting that he talks about how we can think that we want something, mm. but when we actually get there, it's not actually it's solving anyone's problems or issues. So this may be maybe in materialistic sense or, yeah. you know, we're very goal-driven. We're like, oh, once I get the job, then I'll have this, yes. this and this. Or when I have more money, then I'll have this, this and this. And then we get there and we're equally unhappy yeah. and uns- unsatisfied as what we were before we had it. And And so it's really interesting in creating this, this that's why it's about the experience. And it's Mm. almost like we've spoken about before, you know, the whole idea of going on a holiday, it's actually more exciting in the lead up than when you get there. Yes. And then
0: when you get back, then you have holiday regret because you didn't enjoy it as much as what you should have when you were there. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I disagree with you on that one. I reckon my theory is you have 60% looking forward to the holiday, Mm -hmm. 20% enjoyment on the holiday And 20%, no, probably more looking back. So maybe it's the other way around. But definitely the looking forward to and looking back on are more enjoyable than the actual holiday because quite often the holiday is hard work. You get sick or (laughs) someone gets sick, you know. You're trying to work out where you are, the money, all of those things, and and it can be quite hard work. Mm. But often looking back on it, you forget all those hard work things, don't you?
2: (laughs) You do. So going into the emotion of the process through this, to, to not only um, not only set the goal, but really get to happen the feeling. And oftentimes we'll start with just what is the feeling? Somebody will be before the pill and they'll say they're shivering or they're shaking or they're scared or they're excited. So definitely finding that, that it's the feeling that, that's riding underneath the pill. You could say whatever you want, but the feeling is really guiding it.
1: So I use this with patients in the clinic. Here's a wonderful example. Women that want to have a baby, Mm. they're often so fixated on the fact that they don't have a baby.
0: Aha, of course. So they're
1: tapping into the very thing that they (laughs) don't want. So I say to them, if you were pregnant in this moment, Mm. how would you feel? And what's the answer? Well, usually it depends on what their whole circumstances have been up until that point. But usually they'd be excited. And I'd be like, and how would your day be different? Well, you'd make different choices, wouldn't you? You'd have different decisions. You probably wouldn't burn the candle at both ends. Um, you might eat a sausage roll at might, 11 o'clock and, and, a, and yep. follow
0: it up with a big M. Yep. Mm.
1: All those things. So just by that little shift in their mind sh- mindset, mm. I can actually have them start to tap into that very thing that they want to create, not so much the baby, but the feeling of having the baby or the feeling of being pregnant.
0: Yes, and it then works. It's a possibility that it could happen. It
1: works tremendously. So it's exactly the same as this. So, so it's I the power took, of the mind absolutely because the thing is, what do we do? We focus on exactly what we don't have. Mm. We focus on the fact that everybody else is falling pregnant around us, and yes. I get that it's traumatic. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to water no, it down. No. But we push away the very thing that we want, and when we actually embrace that and bring it in. Is we make we make room for that, yes. whereas when we're pushing it away, we're actually not creating the space for that to happen. So it's exactly the same thing. So I totally get what he's talking about and how powerful that that can be. So Robbie mentions that he has learned so much from the process of developing the X pill, but the greatest thing he's learned is how
0: unaware we are of our <laughs> unconscious mind. Yeah. And I know we've spoken about this a lot. Yeah. Oh, look, I think it's amazing how we can bring stuff in when we need it without kind of even realising we're doing it. I mean, it is quite incredible. And, and I mean, I and you, we don't have regular jobs, otherwise we wouldn't be able to do this fun mm-hmm. one. We do, you know, a bit of this and a bit of that. And sometimes financially, that can be a little bit of a question mark and a little bit... Eh. But it's amazing how when you open yourself up to the possibilities, you don't walk around going, oh, I'm not getting this work or I'm not getting that work and I really wanted to do this but mm. that's not happening. I've done quite a lot of positivity kind of stuff about I really want to work with X person, mm. not X pill, X ah. person or, you know, I would really like to experience this sort of work that's or, or it. I would like to do this. And even working with you. I mean, oh. often I think about the fact that you know, you put this video out there. I replied to it. That's not something I ever would have done ever before. Mm. But just this moment, I went, I'm going to make that decision. And then I changed here we are. my life. Here we are. Here we are. It's amazing. I love it. And we love having you here. I love having
1: you here. <laughs> Lucky. Lucky. In this episode of the Wellness Collective podcast, we're talking with Robbie Richmond, the creator of the very mysterious X pill. <laughs> um, and we know that the X pill, his intention around that is to create good, but we wanted to ask him what happens when things don't go so well when you take it.
2: So the dangerous example is when you when you when when I've seen people commit to a result. And they're not quite aware of the unconscious mind. So, for example, a woman, Jennifer, what she did was she committed to – she had a seven-figure business, and she wanted an eight-figure business. So she took it in commitment to that. And right after – I mean right after – unforeseen events made, made her business crash. And, um, I mean, really crashed to the tune of going into debt, like, all of a sudden. And I thought, oh, my God, this is horrible. And thankfully, her reaction was, actually, this was the greatest thing because I realized I hated my business, I don't like my life, and I now have permission to start the next business that I really want.
0: Well, that's pretty dangerous. It's a good example, though, that um, your unconscious mind is really powerful, isn't it? Uh,
1: yeah, and you have to be totally careful what you wish for, because <laughs> you know, what you actually think you're asking for mm. and what your actual intention is can be two different things. But I think also that it's a really good example of you know, the idea of oh when I get this I will be happy, oh. or when I get this I oh. will have freedom, or whatever it might be, when we are always sort of looking at what is down the track when we might mm. need to actually practice what's here and now. But I think the thing I love the most about the X Pill is it aligns you to the feeling and the process of getting it, not the actual attaining the goal itself. It's it's
0: how would I feel if I had that? It's and like it's resetting your mm. mind in some way it's Fabulous. With rice brand. Oh man, it's messing with my head. So Robbie went on to explain how there are two reasons for themes as he called them, that people use the X pill for.
2: There's essentially two themes that people come to it for um, which is they either want you know, when people want money, I think what they want is really freedom. It's mm-hmm. the freedom to do what they want, the freedom to be with the people they want, to for the causes they want, to help their families, etc. So um, it's it's either freedom or love. And the, the love usually comes down to acceptance, whether we are loving ourselves and accepting ourselves or accepting others and appreciating others. And freedom at its core is freedom just to be ourselves and express ourselves and do what we want to do. So so these core needs tend to be the main reasons people show up and want to take the X pills either for love, um, like, a re- like a relationship, or, or freedom.
0: Okay, so I wouldn't have thought of that, but he's right, isn't it? Because freedom... To let yourself be and do what it is you actually want to do rather than putting up all these barriers that you go, oh, I don't know how to get over this bit. And I mean, I've got, oh, I think I need to get an extra I know, money. right? So yeah. here's a good example, I think, of the freedom one. You
1: mm-hmm. know, often people want more money right, the goal would be to have more money. But it isn't. It's about what the money can
0: actually do for you, right? So I think
1: that, and there's a lot of, for a lot of people, they've been um, made or conditioned to believe that that's greedy. Like if you have more money, then that's greedy. So it comes with this... Guilt and a negative connotation, right? (laughs) Not for everybody. Well, for a lot of people, but the ones that have figured that out are probably the ones that are either (laughs) filthy rich and love and life or filthy rich and probably scammers.
0: (laughs) But if you look at the people who are wealthy and successful, quite often it is because they've just followed a passion and they haven't taken no for an answer, Absolutely, but this is what I'm saying. So the freedom that
1: comes with having money allows you to do more things Mm. and I think that is a much nicer place to operate from And a very freeing place, then I have to work every day for the rest of my life to get the money to be able to do the things. And Mm. it's just a very different place of operation. Energetically, it's different you know, how you'd wake up every day would feel different. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, so that's what he's talking yeah, about. right. So they are pretty safe reasons, I suppose. Love and freedom, mm. when you think about it. Um, I guess if you're going to use the X-Pill and they're the results that are generally what happens, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Am I right with that? Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to using it for a specific result, like we were well, talking yeah. about.
1: Mm. exactly. So his testimonial list is epic. Like, so many people <laughs> have had a positive result from taking the X-Pill. I still don't know. Um,
2: you know, I used it yesterday to complete a uh, proposal that I wanted done by the morning. And I took it with that intention. And I worked with actual a pharmacist who's used it, who said, you know what? I used to take Adderall, but I like taking the X pill because I know it's me that did it. It wasn't really a drug, but it was a pill, but it wasn't really a drug. And so when you're clear that you want to do something and you want that extra leverage, you're like, I'm going to get this done or I'm going to go to the gym or I've even used it to run a half marathon with no training. Um, when you're clear and taking action that's the freedom to just do the thing that you really want to do and that's that's the first that that's the use that goes back to the very very beginning of just saying what do you want and what are you looking to do
0: so setting an intention can be done without a pill right well of course but then you just <laughs> said to me
1: off air whatever yeah, we call yeah. this. um what about going dependent being dependent on pills to get A result.
0: Yeah. See, that frightens me a bit. Yeah. Like, I don't want anybody listening to this podcast today thinking, I can't go out and change my (laughs) life without taking (laughs) something, do you know? But, I mean, I don't know if we've discussed this, but I find this with kids sometimes. Like... You know they'll be perfectly fine, and they go to bed. and They're like, "Oh, my leg is hurting," ah, (laughs) and um, you know I can't go to sleep because my leg is hurting. And I mean, my daughter has um, growing pains quite a lot, so I get that. And quite often I'll just go, "Oh, yeah, have some Panadol, go to sleep." Mm -hmm. Works every time. Mm -hmm. But then the other night I thought maybe like maybe she. Doesn't, doesn't need, the need the Panadol, so I gave her some um, time cough medicine, like a natural herby cough medicine. For <laughs> a so to sleep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was still that okay, placebo. Dr. Cecilia, <laughs> that's so funny. Maybe you'd be better off having an expert with rice rice yeah, bran in it. Maybe, but then the whole idea though that you she's looking for something yes. like she has to have some medicine in inverted commas to cure this thing, it's really hard because I don't want to teach her that every time you get a sore bit, you can't be resilient and you can't just kind of go, oh, I'll be all right. I mean, she's only five, let's Hmm. give her a break. But, (laughs) you know, it's really tricky. And so I find this whole concept that he has come up with that you take this pill, like the, the not what's in it, and it's like that the concept of taking something and then that, a result coming from it is, yeah, I'm torn. I don't know about I it. know, right? But so setting an intention can be done without taking a pill, right? Yeah, so, you yeah. know, you don't
1: need that. But Robbie did mention that he's always seen some type of change. Whenever someone's taken it, mm-hmm. he's always seen something happen, whether it's small, whether it's big, even for those that didn't actually believe it was going to do anything.
2: And then the second use is for the love part is acceptance. Is surrender. You can call it surrender, whether it be to God or to your life or the universe or or, or whatever it is you're surrendering to is an acceptance. That's actually the first thing I used it for. At Burning Man was accepting and, and and reality. Like what's the truth? Like from the Matrix, accepting the truth.
1: So sometimes. Mm. We just
0: need a good reality check. <laughs> it's a frightening, frightening <laughs> idea, isn't it? Oh. I think you're right, though, but don't you think you have your own version of reality and then you look at other people and you're like, why are they doing that? I mean, gosh, if they stopped doing this or if they started doing that, it would. you can see from the outside that that would have a big impact on their life, but then we all walk around in our bubbles kind of unaware of those things that other people could see that we could change mm-hmm. that would change yes. our lives for the better a lot Absolutely. of the time. So So how do we get that truth and awareness? Well... Take the pill. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Well, Robbie
1: has said that he has seen some pretty amazing things happen.
2: And I've seen people just have tremendous relief when we're not fighting our reality, and instead we're just accepting the truth of what's happening. Um, so these two uses, either for, for a clear intention of what you're going to do in terms of action, that's the active one, and the passive one is like a, a surrender. And those those are the, the, the two strongest uses that I've found for it.
0: So are you sceptical? Mm. But you know what? Would I'm you sitting here it? thinking, maybe we should do it.
1: We should do it together like together like this, mm.
0: <laughs> what happens if we burst out crying? Oh, well, that's what the microphones are for. <laughs> there's no cameras. It's this is fine. Very... It's safe space here, Natalie. Uh, thank you, Cecilia. Yeah. I, I, uh, I feel safe with you. It's okay. I think, though, it is interesting because I'm like, oh, it just sounds like a pile of you know what. But then there's the other part of me going, I'm really curious. like Because I'm uh, the sceptical side of me is like, why would you even do that? That just sounds silly. But then the other side of me is like, but if you did it, maybe something might happen. So I'm curious, definitely. I think it just comes down to
1: making yourself or bringing something to the forefront of your mind mm. that then you will focus on. Yes. Really? That's all it's doing, it's actually making you aware. Because when we're aware of something, it's like when you buy a new car, yeah, and you've, you've never noticed that car before, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's everywhere. It's that's activated a part of your brain mm. that allows you to see that. And so we have all experienced that yes, over and over and there over. Is the best example. Yeah. See, I should just be Robbie. Do you know what? I'm I'm kind of spewing. I didn't think of it myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, I think maybe... Um, I wonder if you could... Can you do it with something other than the next pill though? I mean, he did say he gave cinnamon Tic Tacs out in the first place. Yes. Could we get a packet of cinnamon Tic Tacs and write down what we are intending these cinnamon Tic Tacs to make us achieve? Or do you have to trick your brain into thinking that what it is is bigger than that? <laughs> I don't know. This is really... I'm finding these You're really healing killing hard. my brain
1: right
2: now. <laughs> Usually what the skeptics feel like is that it's not going to do anything, but it does. Mm. Like, so, so for example, like, uh, a, a guy, David, he said he wanted to take it to, um, to work on his, his business development for an hour a day. And he's standing there with the pill. I'm like, okay, great. Take it for that. Um, it, and, and, and he just looks at me holding it because I just, I just want to tell you, I don't think this is going to work or do anything. And I said, okay, but that's I we're experimenting with it. Let's see what happens. If you're willing to, I'm willing to give you the pill. And he took it, and immediately, I couldn't believe how fast, I mean within seconds, tears started streaming down his face. And he was shocked. And he said, what's happening to me? And I said, I don't know, but something's happening. And, um, you know, truth be told, did he go end up and, and do the hour a day? No, he didn't because it's still his choice. But he he, he it, it the the, the, the pill ended up being a feedback tool for him to understand what's that deeper emotion that was behind it. And I've also realized it would have been a lot better to, to say I'll do that for a week rather than forever. You know, it would have been better to contain the experience. But so with the skeptical approach, the pill is not going to make you do anything. But I've been really surprised to see that even people who don't believe in it, Just the willingness to take it is kind of the unconscious mind saying, you know, we want this. Because people who actually it wouldn't work on, they're actually not really attracted to it. They're just Mm. like, this is silly, or they just don't take it. But if somebody's willing to take it and try it, there's part of them that really wants it to work. And because they want it to work, it's got the opportunity for for them to have a reaction.
1: So I had to ask Robbie Mm. why he still takes it. Because he'd said to us, oh, I just took it yesterday or this
0: morning or whatever it was. Mm.
1: And I'm like, wait, what? Haven't you worked out how to make this happen without having... Having to take
0: the pill. Yeah, like, surely you don't. Just you're the man them for small things. Well, like I got to make sure I get to my meeting on time. Or... Well, let's find out.
2: Ninety-five percent of change happens in two areas: the environment that we create for ourselves and the body. And out of all those kind of words and processes, he says, you know, environment always wins. If you create a great environment, that helps. And if you really feel your change in the body, that's when it really sticks. And so it's an actual interface with, with the mind and the body. And it is environment, too, because we have people taking it in groups together. So it's, it's, a, it's a group process, and environment process as well. But it still surprises me when I'll take it and I'll actually feel it. I mean, like, for example, this morning, I took it and I had all this excitement for what I'm doing. And I felt all uh, immediately on I'm swallowing it. I felt all the energy and excitement kind of like lower and it felt like it was integrating into the rest of my body. And then I went on this creative spree that was just incredible. Um, but it, it, it blows me away even though I've done it hundreds of times it, I still feel it in my body.
0: So fascinating huh? Mm, I think too if you think about all the other things we've learned about like the fact that in our mindfulness and meditation podcast we found out that that can actually have an effect on you at a genetic level mm-hmm. that you know breathing can do all this stuff to your body. Who that knew that breathing was so good? I know I mean what, uh, a, what a revelation Well I'm asthmatic so I've always <laughs> know the breathing is actually <laughs> quite good. Uh, hey, yeah. But even if you're not one to take the
1: X pill, right? It still opens up a whole new way of thinking yeah. in terms of setting an intention and how powerful that can be. And he's just made it a tangible thing.
0: Yeah, and I guess that whole idea of manifestation, which we have talked about before as well. And we're going to keep on talking oh, about it. Oh, you love it. But oh. it is true and I, little by little, I'm trying to bring more of it into my life. And it is fascinating when you have thought about something, like I was saying about work, and then it happens and you think, I think wow, actually I made that happen. I'm starting to realise...
1: That's just the way life happens. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know, you're thinking about somebody and then all of a sudden you see that they like something on Instagram of yours, like in that same moment, you're like, yeah, what? Yeah. Did I just do that? Yeah. Of course you did. Now, we loved oh, what Robbie was about. And of course, yes. if you want to check him out, you can look at the XPil and all of its goodness at xpill.com.
0: xpill.com. That's all it is. And uh, if you're trying to Google him, his name is actually spelled R-O-B-B-E, mm. rich man, R-I-C-H-M-A-N. Just before we go,
1: we are loving reading all of these comments.
0: Yeah, your reviews are awesome. And what
1: we love most is no one really cares about the content. They just want to hear you and I laugh at each other. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're like, oh, we love the banter. (laughs) On the train. Excellent. So hopefully, you know, you've had a giggle.
1: You've expanded your mind. I mean, I'm really happy that we're providing this entertainment. Mm -hmm. I would actually like to be entertained by more of those types of comments that make me laugh.
0: Yeah, right. More comments, please. Yeah, we like them. We love them. You know Mm -hmm. what to do. Hey, um, thanks for joining us today. He's been a corker. I've enjoyed this episode. A corker. Yep. <laughs> Aussie as. If you want to get in touch with us, you know you can get in touch with us via your website. It's just natkringoudis.com. Oh, there you go. Easy. Hey, we will catch you next time. Yes, we will. In another episode of the Wellness Collective. But mm-hmm. until then, we hope you're feeling happier, healthier. And better. Bye.